out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was supposed to be way smoother than it was supposed are, to be. Uh, are, are we live? <laughs> yeah, we're on. And uh, <laughs> that was three utter garbage, dude. <laughs> oh my god, it was so bad. That's it, it for tonight, folks. Go, go have fun. Enjoy your happy Father's Day. <laughs> Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, as Donatelli oh. and everybody else at Carbine said this week. My name is Doc. I have with me the ever awesome and on time, and everything works the first time we touches it. Indigo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Krug. I'm Krug, and I want to make sure that Indigo is aware that everything is fucked up on the stream still. I am uh, not uh, drunk. Just letting you know this. Uh, uh. <laughs> so, already chats like Doc's drunk at the very least. Nope. First off, happy Father's Day. It is Sunday, June 21st. Uh, BattleBots is on tonight, so best Father's Day gift ever. But more importantly, we are at episode 50. We're two away from having... Don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> oh my god! So we are. Yeah, we're at post show already. Oh my god! This is the <laughs> week of. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Gentlemen, just because. I'm keeping all of this to the audio, just so we understand how bad we are doing this this week. Let's let's get let's let's. Re- it's okay because the YouTube viewers, if if you want to see what that intro was actually supposed to look like, watch this video on YouTube because we'll edit the shit out of it, and make it look good, and then the audio will start and it'll sound like we fucked up. Oh, it's awesome. Anyway, if this is your first time here, when we do it right, this is a Wildstar centric podcast. We take the news and the views around the world of Wildstar Online and its community. Uh, the three of us typically come on and we show you all the fun stuff. So like I said, we have Indigo and Krug. Indigo, how was your week this week? Well, no matter how awesome it was, it just went down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was so fucking You've bad. seen our splash card. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh man. No, um, my week was good. I um, honestly didn't get a huge amount of time playing um, Wildstar. Uh, I, I did play all this week with Krug a little bit. We were doing like I hopped on my Esper and I was helping him get do his reputation grind and doing a little PvP here and there. Uh, and then I've got I'm I'm on my level of attunement. All I need is uh, Sword Maiden for my dungeons. Nice. And so Krug and I were like, all right, because it's gonna take so long. We know how long it's gonna take. Let's just save it for Saturday. And we're like, done, done. Let's save it for. Saturday. Saturday. So Saturday comes along and uh, we get a group and we're like, awesome. Uh, and hold on, me- hold on. Wait, wait. You skipped an important part of the story. We get a group. The the first group we got. No, 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 I'm I'm about to tell that part. Oh, okay, go ahead. So we get it. We get a group, and the the as soon as we get the group, uh, before my screen even loads, like it loads, and then like before the full background has loaded, I get vote to disband. I was like, uh, uh, no, decline. And- yeah, and it was like uh, that was that was weird. What? And then uh, then they it popped up again. And I'm like, why? Why are we voting to disband? They're like, oh, because this one takes so long. I can get two other ones done in the time I can get this one. And we're like, oh, well, we need this for attunement, so that's why we you know chose this. And they're like, well, we're not doing it. So you can either vote to disband or you can leave the group and have. You know, I was like, son of a. And so, so we didn't vote to disband and made them leave because that's infuriating. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 Did we get a group and finish it though? We well, Indigo, would you like to continue or would you like me to continue? So uh 
Well, so I uh, I'll start it and you can finish it. How's that sound? Sure, sounds okay. Sounds perfect. So uh, we finally we we the the group ends up disbanding, and then we end up getting another group. And then like I want to say, not even a minute into it, my my internet just died. Oh. just completely dies. It, it was before the first poll. It was maybe like 15 seconds in. Yeah. And so I was like, shit. God, oh God. And then finally I get everything up. I resync my wall outlet unit piece of crap things. A little bit of context. Indigo has uh, a data over electrical wires in your wall adapter thing. It's weird. Yeah. And so uh, I resync them and then I finally get internet back. I come back. And I go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to play. And I'm back and they didn't disband. I was like, oh, awesome. They're ready for the, the first pull, the first boss. And we get through the first fight and we fail. And then, um, and then my internet dies again. I was like, son of a, but this time I can't get it back up. I can't get it back up. And I get so frustrated. I said. just, I, I, <laughs> I said, actually she shouldn't say that. He said that. Anyways. <laughs> I get so frustrated that uh, I just tell I send Krug a text message, just like just vote to disband. Like I'm, I have to fix this. This is irritating. Uh, and then I end up remodeling my whole desk and like didn't end up getting to play it. But then Krug, Krug responded was... to said text message with "Go f yourself." We got another tank. We're going to continue <laughs> going. So we did the whole dungeon, and we're about like two and a half minutes off of silver, which is so infuriating. But. It uh, doesn't matter because I just needed bronze, got bronze, finished Sword Maiden. It was really fun. Those people, I don't – they didn't have guild names uh, or maybe I didn't have them enabled. But uh, they were all really fun and great people to play with and it was it was awesome. Uh, until the very end when we were about two minutes behind or uh, when we were behind the like mark of getting to uh, to silver and everybody was just like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I wanted silver. Urgh. Do it. Do it. So oh. close. And we just – we wiped once on the last boss. Oh, that just, blows. Only oh, one time? No. Yeah. Nice. Impressive. We wiped once on the last boss. And we were just like, no, dude. And just rewind a little bit to the very beginning of the dungeon. Uh, after we wiped for the first time in the in the dungeon – when Indigo was still with us and he was running back to uh, where we had wiped and he, he had rolled, but then he disconnected. And so his character was just in this infinite roll loop and it looked like he was like, I'm a tiger pouncer. Rawr! And then like over and over and over again for like <laughs> a minute. And we were all waiting for him to come back. And so we all just sat down around his pouncing like body and just, it was like he was having a seizure. We were all just like watching like, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's cool. Are you going to DC or what? Like, okay, good. There he DC'd. And then he sent me the text message where we were just like, all right, kick, moving on with our lives. Uh, it was really fun, uh, and I'm happy that I'm finally done with that dungeon. Although, I will be doing it again because yep. I have to do it with Indigo. <laughs> Let <laughs> me know. I'll it. always jump on. And I'm pretty sure people from our chat would love to jump on and help, too, with the help of their tournament. Yeah, we might. Uh, do you want to maybe do it after this? Depending on what time we finish. Potent- yeah, potentially. Oh, you might have to leave, though. So, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Play it by ear. Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your week, uh, <laughs> your week Oh, that's okay. So my week was interesting. Oh. I didn't get much Wildstar time because I bought Tomb Raider on sale for the summer sale. And I did only that all week. And I forgot how amazing that game was. This is not Tomb Raider cast, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I went to the uh, NCSoft meet and greet on Tuesday. I'll talk about that soon when we get into the Strange Tales of the Week. I You're also lucky. did a guest star. Oh, sorry. Let me go back to that. I somehow ended up back inside E3 on Thursday. Okay. Don't ask me. I'll have to kill you. But I somehow ended up on the show floor 
I got to play Batman Arkham Knight. I got to play a little bit of, um, God, like two or three other games. I was in there for like two or three hours. I got to talk to some people, got some cool connections and whatnot. It was super fun. It was different from a normal convention because it's so industry focused, more mm-hmm. for the uh, the media than fans. It's a really mm-hmm. cool experience. I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and I want to go there next year again, potentially in a not so mysterious fashion. And maybe with press passes and yes, with hopefully. some backup so, behind me. Uh, yeah, speaking of backing up, uh, I, I want to add that to my week. Indigo and I magically got into E3 because the company that we work for doesn't matter, dude. We work for the company. No, I, I, I know. I was just going. <laughs> the company but, we work for uh, mm-hmm. has some booths at E3, and so we got work passes to go to E3. Which, by the way, if you're ever going to E3, get a work pass because you can jump every line. It's great. I it's saw some lines where the VIP cool. expedited line was longer than the normal line, and I thought this is bass backwards. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean lines to see games. We couldn't skip those, but we could like lines to get into buildings. We were just like, we need to get into this building, and then we just walked into the building. It was awesome. Um, so that was fun. We got into E three. We walked around. We tried to go to NCSoft's like. It wasn't even a booth. It was like this weird cubicle thing. Yeah, they were promoting Heart of Thorns. We were told this week that weird. there was going to be a Wildstar announcement at E3. It ended up being slightly different. We'll get into that as well. But, uh, but let they me, weren't on, there. On the ending of my week, I actually did a guest star on another podcast called the PVE Podcast, hosted by DB Smiley from Swotor. It was myself representing Wildstar, DB Smiley from Swotor, Gold from WoW, uh, Delita or Delita from ESO and Shinryuku from Guild Wars 2. So if you get a chance to check that out, I do apologize for my mic quality because I was uh, on my laptop somewhere else with bad connections. But that was my week this week. I had a lot of fun. That's cool, dude. I'm excited to listen to that thing. I haven't heard it yet. It's pretty cool. I think it's up now. I think DB Smiley put it up earlier this morning. Let's get into the strange tales of this week. Week, 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 week. (laughs) I like the echo. (laughs) Keep that. (laughs) <laughs> well, we already know we all went to E3. There's nothing much for us Wildstar-wise. NCSoft did have the meet and greet, which we'll get into just momentarily, but there were bigger news. Uh, this there, is was, on... there was bigger there news. There was bigger but... news, yes. Thank you. Uh, there was uh, a deadline extension on getting the digital digital E3 ticket that people got. That was only delayed, extra like expedited by a day. So by June 16th, if you didn't sign up for Wildstar, mm-hmm. buy a box, you will not be eligible for any of those titles, any of those, ma- or any of those decor items. Or um, pets. So sorry, no snoglug for you, no DJ caretaker for you, no extra title. You had like a month. So, so I have, I have, a, I have kind of a, a funny story that I think you might appreciate, Doc. Mm-hmm. So um, my, I this is kind of out of game and uh, this kind of sucks. But uh, so I, I changed banks. Like I, like removed all of my stuff from one bank and I moved over to a different bank. And I got a message saying, "Hey, you have overdrafted in your old bank." And I was like, "What the hell did I overdraft?" And I look and it's like, "Oh, crap! I never changed my Wildstar information <laughs> to my new bank account." <laughs> Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. So you know how I was making fun of you that you weren't going to, uh, that you don't. You might now it. not either. I didn't care. And you were all excited for it. So fuck. No, no, actually my bank, because I actually used to go oh, in there and talk to all the, all the oh, people. They ended up just um, overdrafting the account. So it was negative money, even though the account was closed to make sure that my stuff got paid for. And so all I had to do was go in and give them the money. They zeroed it out and I changed the account information. <laughs> Like I said, I don't care if I don't get them out. I was just hoping it'd be hilarious if you didn't. You got my hopes up there for a moment there. Dreams crushed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
but yeah, there's that. So unfortunately, if you buy the box as of this podcast on, obviously it's we're past that, you will not be getting the Snoglug or DJ Caretaker or the music track or the title. So you're just getting everything else or the four months of signature status. You're just going to be getting it, mm-hmm. whatever they also give you, like the like the mystery box stuff until free to play happens. So Woo. there was an interesting development this week. E3 happened, like we said. Mm-hmm. Re- really quickly, if, yeah. if you're if you're looking at this one, don't read this part of it out loud because that's Oh, yeah, rude. I know. I had to, I had to get it <laughs> off my chest, and I didn't want to say it out loud in the okay. in the chat because – Just making sure. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, and I have access to the show notes. <laughs> Let me continue. So if you were watching any of the E3 stuff streams this weekend, there was a humble bundle that happened. There was a weekly digital ticket that happened specifically for E3. It had Wildstar in it. It had Warframe Axis in it. It had Super, Super Meat Boy in it just as the base. If you paid more, you got more. So there was a bit of an issue. A lot of people were passing around saying, hey, dude, two MMOs, one of which is pretty new and transitioning to free-to-play, is borderline free for this week. Go grab it. People were saying, I'll give this to people that haven't played before. And other people were like, oh, uh, looking at like part of this, I could add that to my time and pay like 10 cents. Fuck it, I'm going to do that. And they get an error message saying, no, I, sorry, it doesn't work. So... They start going to social media and saying, hey, Carbine, what's going on? I was told that this digital E3 ticket would work with my um, account. Carbine looks into it and goes, oh, no. Uh, We actually have a a bit of a a clarification to make here. There was an oversight. And uh, let me read you the original text of the E3 Humble Bundle. The keys are not stackable and only one is allowed per account. If you already have a Wildstar account, you may add on a Humble Bundle key, which will turn into game time. That was the original post that was said on the Humble Bundle ticket for Wildstar Online. Mm-hmm. After people were having issues with it, Carbine looked at the text and said, we have an issue here. We need to revise the text, and we'll let you know what's going on next. The revised text then said, quote, the keys are not stackable, and only one is allowed per account. Keys cannot be used on existing accounts. Yeah. There are similarities huge. in both texts, and it's in the very beginning. These it's keys are oversight. not stackable. No, no, no. Not stackable means you can't use more than one. Key, you can't use more than it one. Mean you can't. And only use one. one is allowed per account. Right. That's very true. So that that assumption but right the, there. The second part is the misleading part, is which misleading is part. if you ever have a wild, if you ha- already have a wildstar account, you may add on a humble bundle key, which will turn your, which will turn into game time. Yes. That what that says is buy you can key. use one of these keys to get one month of game time, but yes. you can't buy forty of these humble bundle packages and get forty months of game time. Yeah. And they, uh, that was like a legitimately huge oversight that yes. literally says the opposite of what they wanted it to say. Exactly. And they looked Which, at it and went, oh, no, this is bad because this I don't is what understand we how you get something to say opposite of what you wanted to say. That's literally the exact exactly. opposite. As you um, as you would expect, the community that already had active accounts wasn't particularly happy with this development. And I want mm-hmm. I would like to personally know what some of them paid for this key. And essentially, I mean, I'm of the minority in this where I don't believe that they should be refunded or no, no, let me phrase that. I don't believe that they should be getting the game <laughs> oh time God, for what they paid me. for. <laughs> if they want to attack me person, say, no, you're wrong. I deserve my free game time or anything. Uh, I, I don't, I don't feel for you this time. The accounts were, were made for new accounts anyway. And you're knowingly buying like 10 cents worth of it. You only donate what you want for $15 game time. You know what you're doing. I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, I just, it would uh, have to come into your head in logical sense going, this doesn't sound right. And then when they revise it, 
the logical assumption would be, well, shit, I was right, and now I can't use it. Oh, well, I can still go play Super Meat Boy and Warframe and everything else. Not, F you, Carvine, this is a horrible PR disaster, and you're horrible, and Doc is totally riding their dicks right now because he's agreeing with them. Like, no. Carvine, <laughs> well, Carvine oh screwed the pooch hardcore <laughs> by not getting a proofreader on this. And, and I've talked to some people about this, and I didn't use that exact language, but there's a serious miscommunication error in this, big time. And I, all three of us can see it looking at the original text and revised text. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't think I, – I think if they paid $15 or more, I think it would be really really smart on Carbine's idea or in, smart in Carbine's side if they said, hey, if you paid $15 or more and this is going to charity, you know what? We'll give you a free month's ch- time because then it looks really good on their part because they're like, yeah, we screwed up, but we're going to make up for it. If someone paid less than $15 and someone was legitimately just trying to get free time or like cheap time or maybe not even 15 maybe like, all right, 10 bucks below we're not gonna we're not gonna refund you we're not gonna do nothing we're just you just gave money to a charity good job thanks but i think i think it would be really smart publicity wise on their side if they if they had that information i don't know if they actually have the information of like x amount of people did you know or or which accounts and it may be just so astronomical astronomically difficult for them to like piecemeal who had what um I don't know. It, it, this kind of puts them in a good – like it puts them in a bad light right now, but it gives them an opportunity to um, make up for it. Make now, up I, for it. And, not, and mm-hmm. I don't want to – no, actually, I don't want to say make up for it. I want to say make them look good because the thing is is that people are going to remember, oh, you know, something shitty happened and then they came up and like made it worth it, like made it cool. Um, so it's – I don't know. It, it, it could be awesome. Um, but at the same time, if they don't do anything, I'm kind of okay with it. I also, I, I was, <laughs> I don't remember verbatim. So forgive me if I mess this part up. Anybody you talked to me about this was it's, they don't really have the ability to, to give them that time though. If they're locked yeah. out of it, I, I don't remember the exact wording of it. So I do apologize. I talked about it at the meet and greet. Uh, there was just something that they went, look, when I said a one-on-one, the people I talked to said, hands up, this is. We we didn't correct this in time. We didn't catch it in time. And that is our fault 100%. And it's not like, oh, please forgive me. It's like, no, dude, we we messed up. And the only thing we can logically do is get these players in touch with Humble Bundle because the keys are going through Humble Bundle, not us. Mm-hmm. If the keys are going through us, we might, we, might have, we might be able to do something about it. But Humble Bundle is the one giving the keys goes out. We're giving them the keys. We give them, they give you. Right. So, so I understand that it could be like – astronomically more difficult than we can fathom also, to make also to something. Add, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, you did, didn't you? Because I was talking <laughs> and then you started talking. What is interrupting if not that? That is true. Uh, go ahead. Fin- finish what you I was going to say, I'll, but I'll these go. keys weren't intended for us players anyway. They were intended for us players to talk to people who haven't played yet and get them into the game. The keys mm-hmm. were never intended to be used at the game time, which is why they screwed up so badly with that, right. with that pronunciation <laughs> in, in the text <laughs> link. Why did they get free stuff and we didn't? Because well, sorry, yeah, sorry, I can't, that's that's I can't do that. Not what it's about. I'm going to disagree wildly with both of you on this because that's not that's not the point. The point is they advertised something, and they sure. didn't, and that's not what they gave. Yeah. And sure. so, for example, we work for a company that quotes people stuff on a regular basis. If we quote someone something at like instead of typing a five percent discount, we type a fifty percent discount and send it to them, and they sign it and they send it back and. We do the work for them and then they send us the money and we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is way less than we were expecting. 
we go back and look at the quote we sent them and it says 50% instead of 5% and money's really low and we're just like, oh crap, what did we do? We can't just go to them and say, hey, actually you owe us way more than you were expecting to pay. That's not how it works. Just because we made that mistake. We owe them what we promised them. Yeah. Just because we didn't do the work to make sure that we were promising them the right thing doesn't mean that we get to like renege after the fact. It's true. And I also agree with Indigo. Mm -hmm. all these people get one month game time. Just hands down. Okay. I, I do think that there's a chance they will come back and help people with that issue. And only people with that issue, not expand it to the rest of the community. But uh, I, I don't know what they would do at the moment. I, I wasn't privy to and, that. I didn't ask about it. Well, and I, I'm not sure exactly how this part works. But maybe the, there was a problem of uh, a miscommunication between Carbine and Humble Bundle. Because maybe Humble Bundle was the one that wrote that. I, I don't know. No, no. I, from what I was told, it was specifically on Carbine. And just really? for just for perspective, or not perspective, but a similar thing happened just this week on the Steam Summer Sale, where the Secret World, their Ultimate Edition, was like sixty percent off, and uh, Funcom said, "Oh, no, that's actually wrong." And within no, about Funcom three... even tweeted it out. Funcom, Funcom even, yeah, they went out and tweeted, "Hey, look at this is this is the price. This is uh, it's at this lower price," and it was up for an hour for one hour, and then all of a sudden gone. Yeah, gone yeah, and reverted oh, back on. to a sale, another sale. Did the people that paid the sixty percent off price get the we product? We don't know. We don't. We don't know. But the interesting mm. part was looking at least I mean, on the on the public side of it. It's easy to figure out. Their community didn't react similarly for a similar transgression. It was very interesting to see the two communities react, at least from what I see publicly inside their forums that are locked. Could be different. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's an overreaction. Like that. That's a huge like trust issue for me. Well, and, uh, it's, and, it's and time travels not, in not, chat yeah. right now, and time travel just said the mis- uh, miscommunication was on our end. So, and, yeah, I mean, so I mean, they're taking responsibility for. It. I, I don't know. I really don't care. I legitimately think that if someone was going to pay pennies, like if someone went in there and paid like two, three dollars to to get a free pass uh, to get like the like to me, that's more of them trying to get something free or really cheap and less about giving money to charity, yeah. which I think is the uh, is the priority to this event is that this money is supposed to be going to charity, not. But- no, and I know I understand what they wrote. I understand what they wrote. I really, really do. I get what you're saying, Krug. But what I'm saying is, is that the miscommunication may have been on Carbine's side. But if people are giving like a small amount of money, like that, that's not them trying. It's it's not the spirit of of that's what was true. Happening. That's true. It's not the spirit of of the 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 humble bundle like thing. The humble but bundle is, thing is about true. giving to charity, but mm-hmm. but. It doesn't matter. It it's, still it's doesn't matter. That if you're going to give your money uh, to someone and, and they're going to offer you something in return, uh, whether I, it's for charity or not, again, they owe no you the thing that they promised you. No one's disagreeing with Just, you. We are, all we are saying, all we are saying is that it's it, – it, Indigo and I, I have a much more it. cynical view on this. Everyone that was going in for the first time free, it works like a charm. Uh, I believe I, – I could be talking for Indigo, but I could be wrong – is that there were people that were clearly like, oh, yeah – I'm going to get myself a free goddamn month of gameplay for 25 cents. What? I can't get it. Urgh! And there could be others who just went, look, I spent 15 bucks on this and you get all the access. And I would like to get what I was offered. It's hard. I can't, we can't divvy them out specifically. It just, it seemed from our viewpoint that there's, we're very cynical about this and we're looking at people that are complaining about it and their motivations and the way they're talking just screams to us. I want more free things. You messed up, so give me more free things. 
it, that's true. That's a hundred percent true and legitimate. And there's no like those people should not be looked down upon in any way whatsoever. I'm not looking down upon them. I just don't agree with them. Okay. All right. But I also I, I also totally see your point, and it's like, look, it, even I went in there and I went, what happened, guys? Uh, it, it's it, it kind of like shook up a lot of people, especially those who were already shaky enough as is, and, and some of them were like, guys, I, I, not to be mean, but I'm done with the game, and I, and people were just like, some people were like that, some people were like, you know what? Oh well. So we move on to that, and and that's what happened this week with the humble bundle, and it's it's not the first company to do this. They won't be the last company to do this. They'll probably do this again. Every company has these these issues it was just we're talking about it because it's such a big issue that happened and it was impactful to our community community enough of them i should say mm-hmm. so i'm gonna put this under the strange tales of the week instead of community news because i did get to go to the carbine meet and greet or the nc soft meet and greet and a few people were asking about it on reddit and everything else like hey what happened and all that fun stuff uh so this is all from my point of view other people that i've gone i know other community members went i know 10 ton hammer was there I know uh, Massively OP was there, Indigo's favorite people of all time. Uh, I know people from Twitch were there. I know I know that uh, people from Gigantic were there. I got to meet Pyro. I got to meet uh, Ruben from uh, Ten Ten Hammer. I'm going to be name dropping like mad. So many awesome new people. It was my first time ever going to a, con- a function like that. It was super cool, but I didn't really see anybody from the Lineage or Aeon teams. It really was just, I saw green Wildstar shirts. And I saw Blade and Soul people with their track jackets, which were super cool, by the way. Super, super cool. Uh, there was a swag table. There was a swag table. Some people were asking me, oh, you should get, like, Gamescom codes and that kind of stuff. No Gamescom codes there. A giant table full of swag. Roused hours, as far as the eye can see, like, literally 30, 40 <laughs> roused hours. Uh, a huge stack of T-shirts. Uh, plushies from Blade and or from Aeon and from Lineage. Uh, stickers and all these, like, little cool things. I got in line, and within three minutes, all the rouse hour are gone. People were just like, by the truck fools. This is mine! Just walked out of there. So I couldn't snag any uh, any rouse hours. But I will show you guys right now what I did get. If I can just reach over and grab it. <laughs> this is Doc's big bag of stuff. Ba-da-ba. Remember, this has an audio portion. Yes, just here's the audio portion. The- oh, I hate you so much, dude. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? So I'm going <sighs> to show, show chat this. Uh, I don't know how much interest they're going to have for these two parts, but if you play Lineage, you might know what this thing is. I have no legit clue what this thing is. It's some kind of jackrabbit unicorn thing? Show them the adjustable ears. It has adjustable ears. The ears do adjust, and you can put them into moods. You can make them scared, excited. It was pretty fun to play around with. My daughter almost ran away with this when I showed her, and luckily, because I'm going to be doing something with them, I was able to get it back, and not what you think. I got this thing right here. I was going to say bribe, but that's okay. I got this thing right here. Uh, It says Tutty and Beans. It has a whole description on the back of it. And the interesting part is it's not really any food at all. If you play Aeon, you might know what Tutty and Beans refers to, but it's a little Tutty echidna pig thing plushie. We don't play these games. We don't know what the reference is. But apparently, this adorable little animal is something that the game kind of, like, forces on you at the very beginning. And, like, it's adorable and cuddly and you You make friends with it. You grow to love it. And it's grow to love it. And then it kills it off at the end by serving it to you in a bean soup or bean stew or whatever. On a spit. It's on the packaging. It's dark. If you've never played Aeon, that is dark. You literally, it's like watching The Last Guardian knowing that thing's going to die. Thing's totally gonna die, but spoilers. Aeon just says "f you." We're gonna put it on a spit, and you're gonna hate people for it. You're gonna hate us for it. And uh, I got some 
some something something blue something something blue and something new something borrowed something blue no not borrowed thankfully uh, i got <laughs> some of these things wildstar shirts Ooh, i got three of those. them so if you're wondering why i'm telling you this and aroused our keychain because why not everything i just showed you were given away maybe Woo. not all tonight but at, i'm gonna say at least i say we give away one shirt tonight okay we, i'm we down do that totally yeah <laughs> So, if you are in live chat right now, or you want to tweet people and say, "Hey, go jump into this," and we're gonna they're gonna give away something at the end of the show, we will definitely do that. They are large, and extra large. But let me go on with my night. Uh, oh my god! Okay, like once again, I have experience with the carbine devs, so I'm gonna be pointing them in a fairly positive light because that was my experience with them. Donatelli, super accessible. Pretty much, you can walk up to the man, shake his hand, say hi, and. We spent maybe 20, 30 minutes. I talked with him, uh, two developers, Fatir and Taylor, who would do behind-the-scenes scripting and whatnot for ship hands and adventures and whatnot. And we just talked about game design, MOBAs, the MMO genre. I don't believe time travel was there. I asked about uh, Kadium. She was not able to show up that night. Really want to say hi to both of you guys. I hung out with Didi and Tony. Uh, got to talk to them quite a bit. I met Sean, who runs all of the Wildstar social media. I got to meet uh, some people from Blade and Soul, which were really cool. I got to talk to Omid. I talked to awesome community members, like my friend Sam from Extra Life. Uh, met Cash from Mog Nation, finally. Oh, my God, that guy is I did too. 18 goddamn feet tall. He's so tall. <laughs> and he's under the shirt. You're like, I, I am a lesser man. He's jacked as shit. He is jacked as shit. That's the only way to put it. He has like a g- gaming diet or like fitness site, like fitness for gamers. Yeah, Which we have talked about, by the way. Oh, have we? Yeah. Okay, grind for gears. Yeah. Right, grind for gamers. Time travel. You were there? Ah, uh, why did I not? I even, I even saw CRB. Oh, not even CRB. I just saw Non. I saw Non there. And I, I totally <laughs> missed time travel. I owe you a drink, sir. That was awkward. That was very awkward. <laughs> I saw CRB time travel, and I saw CRB. I didn't see time when travel. I missed them. you talking to them, did you say CRB and then their names? No, 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 no. Unfortunately not. Um, no, I, I knew most of them by first name. I couldn't put a name and face time travel. So he literally could have been behind me the whole night, like he does in raids, and just stare over my shoulder. You know, I know who you are. You've never been in a raid. Don't lie to yourself. You, like I know and who you not are. only have you not been in a raid, but he still wouldn't watch you because he doesn't need to watch people die in that. Right? <laughs> like you're like in his analytics, you're the bottom outlier. Like you're all <laughs> the way down here. And there's like the normal raiders, and then there's like the indigma raiders. Right? So, 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 Cadium. People may refer to you as Cadium, but they don't refer to you as CRB Cadium. That's the difference. I say CRB Cadium that... on the podcast because it differentiates. <laughs> Anyways, titles. Moving on. Anyway, <laughs> drinks drinks of plenty yes. they ran out of drink tickets and so pappy at one point the night says who wants a shot donatelli's like i'm good he goes here's a shot donatelli says i'm good take the shot <laughs> i'm good and he looks at me he goes take the shot yes sir i'm gonna take the shot <laughs> donatelli's like saying, okay i might as well that's no <laughs> it's like one step below daddy in that situation no that'd be weird that'd be really weird yeah you're right it, it was really really fun i had a fun time met a bunch of really cool people i got to meet some awesome developers from sweden that actually won a contest to show up at e3 to show off their game uh, i'm gonna pimp them real quick because they're super nice guys they're called tarhead they have a game called ruin coming out that's like bloodline champions or any kind of uh action-packed arena brawler slash moba and it's all run on skill shots and shifting objectives so Shout out to Tarhead Studios. They're really, really cool guys. I hope I get to see that thing in an open beta. So so I have a question. When you were there, was your like first and foremost goal to go, so 
when are we going to get you on the show? No. Like, that That should have been, like, number, like, so here's The assumption list, like, is, one, the assumption so, like, is between ten. you guys and everyone else that was, like, Doc is totally cool with whoring himself out to get guests for the show. I went purely as a, a fan and I wanted to say hi. So I didn't even bring up stuff about the show till probably towards the end of the night. And uh, I obviously we have to go through some proper channels, but maybe possibly expect some people in the future. I can't say for sure because we can't well, lock them down. This is he, Doc advertising stuff before we actually have it put together. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to Strange Tales. He's not. Well, no, wait, 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 hold on. I believe we have my favorite dev, which is uh, CRB Cadium. Sorry, I had to do the CRB because that was funny. <laughs> uh, Cadium, who will be officially on the show next week, uh, signed agreement, not signed agreement, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, approved by the uppers and all of that fun stuff. So she will be on. So so don't forget to show up next week, guys. Um, and, you know, we can't guarantee what we can ask or what's going to happen, but come enjoy the show. You guys are going to, you guys are going to enjoy it because uh, yeah. she's here every night in chat. And finally, we actually ha- get to have human interaction and instead of via text. I also <laughs> might have something super special cool. I got to meet the Chua puppet to puppet, which is really cool. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I had possibly maybe heard through grapevines that those shirts might not be the only shirts you will see from Wildstar. I'm keeping okay. that vague. Just saying. Okay. Okay. I don't even know what I'm talking about, dude. Uh, <laughs> the shirts so, I have. Funny thing about the, the Chua puppet guy is that uh, we knew that, like, uh, Krug and I were working still, and uh, you were at the event, and we got a message. We got a message uh, on via email saying, hey, I'm the Chua, uh, Chua guy. And we're like, what the fuck is Doc doing over there like it was super random because he sent us a message letting he's like hey if you ever need anything let me know i'm the chua guy and i'm like don't don't question just accept because the the guy's awesome he's super nice the point we're trying to make is doc was drunk the whole time Mm -hmm. the whole time probably the second he stepped into the room it was just like hey everybody i'm doc (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying everything's more fun when you've got three shots in you two of which are from pappy and about four other beers from just free drink tickets the whole night i still remembered everything and i got home safe it's all good by from pappy do you mean belly shots did you take a body shot off of pappy maybe off his head <laughs> did you really night. it was a long night no uh, no <laughs> stos does not support these all questions. right i think it's time to keep going with the i show. agree <laughs> let's keep going it's a it's a light news week gentlemen and ladies that's what that's what happened this is happening this week good news if you like content creation Geeks of Nexus, they, I believe, are EU-centric Wildstar mm-hmm. podcasts. They're back. Sort of. Sort of. Yes. So there was, like, four members, and they are down to one. Uh, but that's fine. That's, I'm, 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 I don't care if it's one person, if it's five people. I'm super excited about having another Wildstar podcast slash video um, out there because – uh, that means that the community is becoming more alive and that there are more people and with more, you know, eyes to the game. That means there's going to be more creators, which means it allows people like us to be one, actually have competition. Like it sounds weird. It's but friendly like, competition. Call- yeah, it's because friendly we comp- make we make each other better. It's yeah, not it- friendly competition. I, I DDoS them when they stream on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> no, we don't. No. 
But what it does is it allows us to like feed off of each other, see what other people are doing. People can see what we're doing. And then like it overall improves the quality uh, of content that's going out there for uh, you guys, the consumers, which I'm super excited about. Uh, The the really cool thing is I actually want to get in contact with them because they're like, hey, Drake has is leading the podcast now. Yes. Uh, and I was like, hey, we want to have, you know, because I'm by myself, what I want to do is instead of talking to myself the whole week, I want to have other content creators. So uh, you can actually get a hold of her. And if you are a content creator and you want to be on, on the show or uh, you, you can't, you just contact her. I think the three of us all need to yep. poker. And I'm we'll, absolutely. Well, even that. more than that, I'm just glad that there's more EU content coming out. Like I, Decinia is doing all the stuff. Ox and Shack are doing their weekly show or, or kind of weekly mm-hmm. show because they're trying to get as much as possible. And I just haven't heard much from EU side. And the fact that Geeks and Nexus is back and it's being EU centric is fantastic because I honestly think that we need a better, stronger community from all of our points. So go check out Geeks of Nexus. Yeah. If you like it, give them something worth talk, talking about. And if you are from EU or you believe you have something to contribute to that, get in touch with Dracast. It'd be awesome. Also, mm-hmm. why don't you subscribe to their YouTube channel? It'll make them feel good. All right? Just go subscribe. How about that? <laughs> also, okay. there was a, a, a hint If we're going into Drop 6 soon In the next coming few months Someone was recording some new music For Wildstar Do you know who that is? Mm. You No, but thank god no uh, Jeff Kurtnacker went back into the recording studio Ooh So if you like the music of Wildstar Everyone likes Even the though music E3 was going on It has won awards Yes, Jeff Kurtnacker went back to the Warner Brothers studio the and critically it, acclaimed Jeff Kurtnacker. That is how you must refer to. It's like J- Sir Ian McKellen. Thing. It's critically acclaimed yeah. Jeff Kurtnacker. Yep. <laughs> it's just the the predetermined. That's what we should just always call him. The critically acclaimed Jeff Kurtnacker I, is now back, and he's recording legitimately. Top six, I legit. will be enforcing that on all future podcasts. He must be the critically acclaimed <laughs> Jeff Kurtnacker. Well, and this is this is the thing that I thought was interesting is that um, Tony was there and he was either taking photos or he video. was video. Yeah, I, it seemed like he was videotaping, which leads me to believe that there's going to be maybe be like a behind the scenes of um, the music being created, which I think would be super awesome. And I think, I mean, I would totally watch that because the dude's awesome. I follow him on Twitter. He's pretty funny and like I, he's just awesome. His mustache is amazing. <laughs> You would say that. That is true. <laughs> his, his fake mustache on Twitter. It's amazing. <laughs> Anyways. Excuse me. Speaking of Drop 6, we have a few more possible tentative changes incoming. Uh, CRB Moja, or Moja, depending if you speak Spanish or not, was on the oh, forums. Yeah. And people were talking about, oh, you know, I wish we had these people talking about these classes and working on them again. And Moja says, I keep calling him Moja because I'm used to it. He's like, hey, or she, I forget which one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. Moha, I apologize. Or Moja. He's like, hey, I was working on Warrior. I was working on Engineers. Working on Stalker. Stalked my first main. That being said, Tanagram and I, quote, quote, both Tanagram and I have been assisting with another major feature in the next drop. So there won't be as many class changes as there were in Invasion Nexus. However, number crunchers and theory crafters should look forward to having a plethora of new customization options in the next drop. So there has been speculation that the gear and the stats were being or kind of out of whack, kind of outdated. They're really odd at times. And there's been rumors that they're getting cleaned up. This is kind of our first hit of it that, yes, that actually is true. At least on the class stat side, we will be getting some clarification and some changes happening where people will be, e- it'll be easier for people to read and they'll be able to play around with it a little more. 
I mean, heck, we were talking to Get Like Gangsters last week, and they're saying the theory crafting for PvP is not figured out yet. People are still having fun theory crafting that out, so it'd be kind of cool to see what this new curveball throws at them. Well, that and it's been out. It's been out a year, and they're still like, I don't know. I can't, I couldn't tell you what the best build is. Like, just and I think some of that has to do with the human uh, element. The human element, because there is a huge human element. It's not tab targeting, so it's not like, oh, if you do this rotation, you're, you're good. You're this is the max amount of damage that you can do. There's a huge human element of like reaction time, being able to manipulate and change things. Um, yeah, you have to. You have. I, and I think this is where PvP is fun. You have to balance being able to handle what other people throw at you. And, like, for example, do I need to take, like, a CC break and a movement ability, like a blink and uh, a stun and, like, take up all these inventory slots to keep utility on my bar so that I can get away from people or I can immobilize people you know, mm-hmm. and, like, do those things? Or do I need to kind of tone that back a little bit and make my rotation better? Like, it, there's a balance between that somewhere. But it's different in every situation. So it's weird. Uh, just to clarify. It depends on your team. It depends on their team. It depends yeah. on your role. It depends on their I, I comp actually, I think and your kind comp. of a good just, thing. Oh. I think yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, it, that level of complexity that comes from it, you can't possibly predict what's going to happen or what you're going up against is just awesome. That's that's why I play video games. And just for clarification, it's got from uh, CRB Time Travel and from Cadium, it's Moja. And it's a he. He's a he. <laughs> I just need, I needed to make that clear in case Mojo was listening. He's like, dude, really, really. First of all, highly doubt that. Just throwing that one. Out there. <laughs> a man can dream, can't he? Um, Mo- Moha, Mojo. Yeah, you Mo- know what? So, Moha, Doc. Yes. The the Dave. Uh, I don't. I just want to let you know this. Every Tuesday, Cadium told this to me on the side. Every Tuesday morning, they actually don't do any work in the morning until. S2S is posted and then they listen to it together and then they they, they hold they, hands while they do it and, <laughs> in like, a circle way back and forth kumbaya whenever we say something funny they all laugh in unison like a creepy cult har, it's har, like a Stepford Wives with love casting that was funny ah, 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 ah. my sides they, they hurt as we talk about the strange tales from the community I'm going to just segue into that wow that was horrible I got nothing for that one I just know we had to keep going. (laughs) So we talked about Idacinia and EU. Idacinia put up a new house that they... One of, like, two houses this week. We're only showing one. This one is called Path into Another World. And if I'm not mistaken, it's from Jabbit again. I'm going to get the name of the person real fast. And that is Sirona Severian. My Sharona. Sorry. Sarona, not Sharona. How did you know you were going to do that? Uh, Because it sounded similar to Sharona, and I like... Doing falsetto things. Aye, right? aye, 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 Oh. Anyways, this plot. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> this plot's awesome. It feels like I'm I'm in the Lost World. I'm on Isla Nublar or Isla Sonar, and uh, it's cool. It's a giant freaking jungle. It I is got... a giant freaking jungle. It's a giant freaking jungle. It is, is giant. I don't know how people haven't hit. I have not seen a two thousand item limit house yet. I'm, I guarantee you this house isn't even 2,000 item limits yet. It's insane how much junk is in here in a good way, not not junk bad. Like there's just Stuff. shrines, desecrated shrines that are just overtaken by the growth. Just this weird beaten path that you can take going further and further up. It's just so cool. My favorite part about this is that it does not look like she used the same piece of decor more than once. 
Like they, everything looks different to me. Just watching. I can, I can guarantee you. I know. <laughs> I know that's not true. Like there's no way. But oh, I mean, unless it's like something that's supposed to be symmetrical. But I'm talking about in the foliage. It doesn't look like there's like redundant foliage all over the place. Which whenever I try to make foliage and my housing plot, it all looks the exact same. What housing so, plot? I thought that's it because didn't I don't spend plat on, on like... plat on my house. I have a question for you guys. Uh, have either of you played Neverwinter Nights? Yes. Is this very, very shortly? Very shortly. Okay. So uh, something that's kind of cool about Neverwinter Nights is that um, anyone that plays the game can actually make their own instance location. And uh, the game, uh, the guys in the game actually review them and play them and go, this is really awesome. We're actually going to add this to the game. And they actually put those chunks into the game. That's interesting. So you're saying? I'm saying I think it would be very, very interesting if – uh, eventually Carbine did something similar where they're like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that like they're going to take everyone's information and just put it out there. Cause no. I mean, it still has to work with the story and there's a significantly tighter story with this. Well, than lo- is with work, never work with me on this one as I workshop this proposal to you. And this is all, all right. purely okay. speculation. Sure. Okay. Going based off of that. What if you had the ability as a player to create modules and standalone little story adventure expeditions to put in a house on the cash shop like they do in Neverwinter. And it has to be quality controlled, obviously. So it's not just like, ah, oh, give me 15 bucks and I'll give you a blank space. Like having something like this housing plot, but they said, hey, we're going to have a little bit of a tiny story here that will actually like it could potentially give you something good on this loot table that Carbine allows you to select. I from. mean, I think having like the ability to make mm-hmm. NPCs that say stuff and and stuff like that would be interesting and like have your own little quest line on your housing plot. That'd be an interesting development. Letting people charge for it? Nah. I'm out completely. Fair enough. I, I and and Neverwinter as far as I'm aware I haven't played in a while doesn't charge for it. No. Like each player I was just can thinking- yeah, each yeah. player can make make their own and go into everything. And um, why would you recommend it costs money? Like all our listeners hate you now. If that, <laughs> they didn't hate me before. Out and it costs money. People are going to blame you. You know that, right? Like that's your fault. Now. <laughs> they already think I'm bad anyway. <laughs> What's well, the worst that could really happen? Sad. That's really sad. <laughs> I, I I take it to heart. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, that's just a thought process. It's just like this this is beautiful. Like I'm watching this and this is just amazingly beautiful and I I I love it. Um I'm curious of how they did the water that they're kind of in right now because water isn't something that you can put into your housing yet. I've but heard they if you can get in if you can get in I, good with people in housing, there's tips and tricks that they tell each other that they're willing yeah. to impart. Well, and not only that, but there's also conversation that water is something that we might see in the next few drops. I, they haven't told us when, but they've been working on like water blocks. I guess I don't know how to describe it, but Wildstar Minecraft, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> let's do it. That'd be interesting. Let's anyway, it, let's move on here. We have another video from the community, and this one is from Quantum again. It's for looking for group episode two. If you don't remember episode one, as a quick synopsis, this character this stalker wants to be in a raid guild so they give him a test and episode two continues that test it's short the framing is really nice uh the humor is pretty spot on and slice of lifey i i think i think it's a pretty funny snippet short like uh red versus blue style of comedy where it's it's not like aha now you should laugh it's more like this is a conversation we're happening or having and these situations we're in it's just it's kind of ridiculous now that i think about it the characters kind of sound like the red versus blue characters a little bit. 
But either way, Maybe I suggest people should check out Looking for Group Episode 2 from Quantum. I think it's Red Velvet Ninja is the YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. We'll put the link up and we'll obviously show mm-hmm. the video in our chat. So there's also one more yeah, one more thing from this week from the community, and that's going to be from Wildstar Core. And I wanted to highlight this specifically because I'm starting to see a little more of this happening. We are starting to see more fan short stories, and I'm calling them fan lore because they're really interesting aspects and side stories that don't obviously don't tie into anything solid in the timeline, but really, if they're done really well, help kind of expand this world and and kind of give some cool little twists on certain characters you may enjoy. And this one's called A Miss Opportunity from Wildstar Core. I don't remember the exact writer. I do apologize. But uh, if you get a chance to read it, it's a short story. It happens around the time of the uh, Mordesh quarantine. So they're actually on Grismara, and it's the Dominion, and some of their people talking and dealing with the fallout of this situation and the ravenous showing up with a very specific Mordesh. The uh, author of the story is Lexicon, except for it's spelled in leaked. So it's like L3XIC0N Lexicon. Anyway. Uh, you I, didn't I know I who it was? And then I, oh, no, not that. The fact know. that it's in leaks. The fact that it's in leaks. I, I, I this is the internet. My Grow brain. up, dude. Just, just let people have their leaks. I'll let them have Axel's their leaks. lol. And Indigo is just zoning out completely. Because between this and the Wildstar Community Magazine starting to show up with fan lore, he's like, oh, God, just stop. I don't have an issue with this at all. I'm just waiting for someone to do it in audio form. In fact, I believe um, uh, Geeks of Nexus actually produced three different lore videos right before they came back with Episode 7. So you could actually go over to uh, Geeks of Nexus and watch the three lore sections. Something I have maybe been telling Doc to do for the last couple months. I've been a busy man. I'm not bitter I'm not upset. You're I'm always just, bitter you're about You're passive something. aggressive. You're always passive aggressive about something. And you're always aggressive about something. <laughs> so can't I just be aggressive aggressive? No. So you, are, are you telling both. me are you calling me out live on the podcast? Doc, get your ass in gear and make and make some cool fan lore? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't actually uh this is I'm not gonna say <laughs> no, 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 no. So I know something I know something that you don't know <laughs> is that there is someone within Q Times that's actually already working on that and it's Granox specific. Ah so, and, and okay. so, uh, and it's not Moose. Calm down. Oh. Um, and so, someone, someone in our in our, in Q Times has actually been working on that for the last uh, a few weeks. Awesome, um, because I've always said I was going to, and I couldn't because of other stuff. So I'm glad. It's been no, uh, I was I was telling you to do lore videos, okay. not like like and lore videos isn't going through the lore of um, the game. Oh, okay. what? You just call me out in 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 audio. And, I'm in just video, saying. Just I'm saying. just saying. You told me at the beginning of this podcast that we were doing a giveaway without giving me any warning. So go fuck yourself. You, <laughs> you, you sit down, sir. Okay, sit fair down. enough. Fair enough. Okay. God. Okay. So that's pretty much all of the with. interesting and imper- important strange tales from the community of the week. I wanted to talk about this real quick and go back and forth on it before we start wrapping up and giving away one of our shirts this week. And, uh, what was that? A high five? Yes. Sweet. Yeah, that was a high five. So I'm calling this an armatus. And, uh, the question here is I'm proposing to you guys, and if you are listening to the podcast, if you're on the subreddit and talking about it, if you're in chat and talking about it, we'll talk about it afterwards. Are factions detrimental to Wildstar? We're going to keep this Wildstar specific and not go into other MMOs and other games. Could we, we could expand it, but let's just keep it Wildstar specific. Should we 
well, mechanics-wise, it's almost impossible to break down the, the faction's wall. That's just the way it works right now, mechanically, with gameplay. It would take a massive overhaul, so we're not saying they should do it. This is just a discussion. Are they detrimental to a game? A two-faction system, or any factions at all, really hindering this game? Some people say yes, because one side is overpopulated than the other, and because you have a two-faction system, one side will always be better than the other, or more populated than the other leaving one to slowly die out, or some rally cry comes behind. Some people say, we should totally have a third faction, because we have so many different things, and lore-wise, these people are on a brand new world, and they're outlaws, and some people are defecting, and, and I'm a lore character, and I, or I, I, I like having my own lore for my character. Let me put my future in my own hands. So what do you guys think about a faction? Should we have an Armatist and, and split the faction walls? So hypothetically speaking, we're not saying Carbine do it, because... The logistics for that would be insane. Uh, I always wanted to see in games something that wasn't factionless, but had player-driven factions. So instead of you join the Exiles or you join the Dominion, it was kind of like guilds. You have this guild or that guild, and by default, everybody's neutral towards each other. Like, you can or cannot attack someone mm-hmm. and based off of you know your interaction with that specific person. And if you're a part of a guild, that guild can like war with another guild over something like there needs to be a lot of like back end stuff for this to work. Like there needs to be something for you to fight over first of all, because that's what factions, that's what split people up like competition. There needs to be competition for something. So like resources, but like that gets difficult because then there might not be enough resources and one guild can just dominate all the, all the resources. So it gets tricky, but I just think the concept is really fun. Like legitimate. It sounds pretty cool. Put people in a world and have them decide whether or not they want to fight. Because now, that's the most fun, I think. With that idea, what does that happen to like the players that cannot afford the time to invest in a guild for those ideas or just prefer to go at it alone? Does that put them in the lurch? In the what? Does it just the... kind of leave them out? Does it kind of leave Wait, them out? Wait, hold on, but what did thing? you say? Put in them the in the lurch. The lurch? It's a phrase. What does the word lurch mean? In the lurch? We'll, like... we'll go over it afterwards. It's just an old <laughs> phrase. It's just an old phrase. So uh, what I'm saying basically is... The Adams that, Family Lurch? Yes, like the Adams Family Lurch. Like that. Anyway. So <laughs> you're saying you'll like, actual player run, like they're, the game will support it, but everything's done by the community essentially. Right. You right. want to have your wars. I don't think it'll put individual players in the Lurch, quote unquote. I think it'll give people that want to have that level of like organized chaos the opportunity to do so. And I think it'll give individual players the opportunity to stay out of it because then they just don't join a guild and they're neutral with everyone. But would They're that impact their dude. progression through the game? I mean, this is all hypothetical. Yeah, that is really hypothetical, and it might, like, but in the sense that if you're a part of a guild, you're killing other people, and that gives you some level of experience, probably, and if you're not part of a guild, you're not killing other people, so you just don't have as many avenues for gaining experience. So maybe that's, like, a problem, maybe it's not, I'm not sure, but, like, I don't know. You'd balance experience gain to PvE content alone, and then the people that have... Uh, a, a guild to like fight against or people that are just by themselves killing people like just murderers I, I guess is what you'd call them um, merchants murderers merchants like you can hire like you as a solo player even though you're not a part of a guild you can put yourself as a merchant so, so that you're associated you're you're associated with a guild temporarily so that you mercenary can... yeah what did I say merchant like three times oh <laughs> So what do you think about this? You uh, sell this shit. Armatist, <laughs> um, do you feel that a two-faction system is still a very interesting and useful thing? Is it kind of a dated mechanic? Should we try something new or should we just say F it and go free-for-all and player run like Krug? 
Um, I I don't have an issue with uh, multi-factions. I, I do have an issue when it's more than two factions, to be completely honest with you. I have played games that are um, three factions or more, and it's like it gets so like minute to the amount of players because it's like there is a finite – like having multiple factions do this like so you've got a player base of uh, this big if you have two factions then hopefully it splits down the middle and you've got one faction here one faction here if you split it into three that means you're reducing the amount of people that you can play with in certain dungeons and stuff like that um i am i am interested to see if uh what we could do is have uh i, I like the two factions because you get two different distinct storylines but i think it would be interesting if we removed the faction barrier for dungeons and move remove the faction barrier or not for pvp maybe for pvp i know i've kind it's of already removed for pvp so no 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 it, it is where you can you can exiles can fight exiles but it's not where dominion and exile are on the same team fighting a group of dominion and exile it, it doesn't work that way yet doesn't it no it can be in, it can be two exile teams or um, two dominion teams, but it can't be. Uh, something just happened, so I was I was going to not interrupt you for this, but now I want sure. to because uh, time travel responded to it with something interesting. So Eclipse says one of the issues that should be discussed is the lack of reason to actually band together and fight other people in the factions. Let's exclude instance PvP, and you simply have two factions that fight each other and fight a common entity. I want to interrupt I was gonna, you because well, we hold on. We technically what? I technically have a question similar to that in a chit chat, uh, in in a notes, but uh, that's another topic for another time. It's not okay. necessarily tied to the faction system. Yeah, but okay, sorry, but he's, he's, this he's is important. Good. Okay, uh, which I was going to discuss regardless of what happened next. Um, and then he also said there are no rare spawns in the open world uh, that drop valuable gear. No reasons to be in a place with your guild. No legitimate way to block content zones, farmable monsters, or resources, etc. Uh, which. All makes sense to me, especially the first thing he said about about um, there's no reasons, reasons for two fight. factions to be fighting. Like yeah. the entity exists. That's when you stop the like land feud that you have and fight that thing. Like bottom line. Uh, and then time travel replied with eclipse soon. Smiley face. So I don't know what that means, but I guess we should just put that out there. Due diligence and all. Now, while uh, I give out my part of it, Krug, can you get a quick raffle going for the chat? the shirt if possible or i can hit the twitch giveaway button oh and yes tell that's people. what it is that's what it is so, it's literally a button oh, i and forgot it's already a button. pressed it okay so let's just, wait for the, <laughs> let's just wait for the special code word for this week so i was gonna say i personally like a three faction system or a two faction system with a caveat i the three faction system i think is really fun because it allows a power of it's like a checks and balances system unless one group is, has become so far overpowered there's an interesting thing about players is that they don't like it when people are so far OP and they have the ability to change it in their hands. Dark Age of Camelot's an example. Uh, other games that have multiple factions, typically three, realize, okay, we're sick of these guys getting all this stuff, and I don't want to go to their faction just to get it. We need to bring the pack, the pack, the power of balance back, and so we'll have team ups and uh, it's alliances and everything else going down, and bring every, bring them back down a notch. I think that's really fun. Another one that would possibly work for an Armatist. And a lot of people have been recommending something like this, and I've always enjoyed this from an old game called EverQuest. The ability to essentially redeem yourself in the eyes of one faction at the expense of another. So the idea would be this. If you're an exile Granok or something, or a human, and you were like, you know what, I'm, if you're an exile human, we'll go with that because it's the easiest to go lore-wise. 
sick of this. This isn't what I've been watching as I've gone through all my travels. The Dominion and everything in Dominus just makes sense. This is me. I want to serve. I want, I want to go back. I've been born on the Ark ship, but this is all bullshit. Everything you're doing is dumb. This war we're fighting, it's a war of attrition, and we're losing. There would be a really cool idea. I think it would be really fun to have the ability to essentially pay, play traitor. Where as you go through a very co- complicated on purpose because of what you're doing and clandestine and arduous process, you would slowly lose the uh, the ties to your former faction and slowly, let me emphasize on slowly because it shouldn't be done like within a week, gain the trust of the other faction. EverQuest races had the ability to as long as almost all of them, and it wasn't ever 100%, the ability to at least be neutral with your enemies. Except for XR, because XR just got boned by everybody. They hated everybody. So you could theoretically be a troll in EverQuest and grind your way up doing these quests or killing these mobs that would, and they obviously don't go that route, that would align yourself to at the very least a non-kill on sight mentality with the opposing factions of light and good or neutral. In a game like Wildstar, you could potentially do this, where as you would lose access to one side, other paths start to emerge from the other that allow you to progress further and still keep that progression with normal PvE stuff or make it even something side, like a side thing. If you're going to be a trader, if you're going to be turncoat, you're going to lose access to certain things. You'll gain access to some more. And while you may never be 100% included or even go that route, go 100% inclusion to the other side you will be able to flesh out your character how you like a little more. And you'll be able to participate in uh, the other side. And uh, I think it'd be really cool. I don't believe that it should be always, you can flip-flop back and forth however many times you want. It should be something that should be very hard to do and should make the, the player feel accomplished when they so finally... I'm going to throw in something from chat. Akron? Uh-huh. Akron? Sorry for butchering your name. Uh, says that's a rep grind. I bet there are ways to do that. And that's Same what I said. Thing in, in a more interesting in EverQuest, way. it was rep, rep grind, straight up rep grind. Yeah. But what I'm saying is doing a series of quests, not quest, not for the rep, obviously, but story storyline based, progressing through a story progression where it's like, hey, we need, oh, oh, you're looking to, to switch sides. I need you to do this for me. And as you're going through these things, obviously, you be rep grinding. It's how you switch factions. But every time you hit this milestone in this storyline, you will start to lose respect for one side and they'll start reacting to you as such until a certain point in the quest line they go like look this is the point of no return you finish this act you're kill on sight to your faction now i'm not even saying we'll give you a pass on our side you're on your own until you can prove yourself to us and then there's so, your point of return you commit the action you are now a turncoat you're a traitor do you have anything to contribute indigo or any more thoughts on the issue um because it it sounds like really what we want are really complicated things. <laughs> and it, it's, it's, it's really complicated. And it's super hypothetical. It's just something that would be interesting. That would yeah. be uh, like if Carbine or somebody else in the future would be go like, we've heard your demands and here's how we'll slowly be doing it. Could you imagine if there was a free content that slowly came out episodic for people that wanted to go turncoat in Wildstar? That would be interesting for and, sure. And, be and episodic yeah, yeah, route. Instead of that, just like, like buy faction switch. Yeah, like, don't buy faction it's switch. It's a free thing. Or something that comes up with Omnibits that you get from somewhere, and it unlocks it. But, like, the thing is, is that that's a whole bunch of content for people that want to switch. What if there's a bunch of people, like, for example, uh, someone that's an Exile player and wants to be an Exile player and doesn't want to be a Dominion character but wants new content. That's a whole bunch of content that they don't have access to That could to be, now. that could, they always said there would be, be doing optional content in the cash shop or in the game. 
that no, might be no. charged, might not be. Now, what if these were all tied together? You had the turncoat arc in Wildstar, where but, if you were if you were loyal. You to, okay, yeah, yeah. So th- this is the question I, ha- I have to ask. What is the benefit of having one faction? It's that you can group up with anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So why wouldn't we just remove the restrictions off of grouping in PvE and PvP content, uh, get rid of that and say, you guys are not PvP, but in PvE, you guys are fighting for a common goal, which is to take down uh, this guy. Like, it's, this is a threat against both factions. So why wouldn't these people be grouping together to fight off uh, this, this, this group? Like, it doesn't make sense to me why it has to be faction-specific when it's a threat to both sides. So it's like you're you're meeting at the front. Like, why wouldn't you just instead of creating this whole entire extremely complicated like series, why wouldn't you just remove that barrier and add like uh, a few line of text saying like, you know, we have we have begrudgingly, uh, you know, grouped up with the Dominion or we have begrudgingly uh, grouped up with the Exa to take this single fight on. You know what I mean? Well, what happens after the fight? Then you're back at each other's throats. And I always felt that it's giving a, like the Deathwing fight from World of Warcraft, not not hammering on that community. But I always felt that if, if you were to just be a simple paragraph, Deathwing's back, we're all going to go get him, guys. Alliance and a horde, 40 man rating, 20 man rating for this. I felt that would be very, I would feel that would be very lax writing. If you were to do something like a turncoat arc or a turn the turncoat drop or the turncoat issues where you would have two storylines on a side optional content. It's not related to main game progression at all for Wildstar. If you're loyal, you're you've heard rumors of people that are turning coat to your side. And if you want to turncoat your character, you would have this whole exp- expression and story arc. Kind of like in a solo adventure. And what you were saying as to like it blocks people from experiencing a certain amount of content like that happens <laughs> like raiding some people are yeah. never going to raid in that game because it's hard to get yeah but but the thing is is that they can get to raid and not change who their character is like does that make sense like there are yeah people- there's a different reason that people are going to be excluded from it but yeah, but the reason the reason is is that they're an exile player. They they lean towards the exile side. They either have to create a new character, start as Dominion, and then go across as exile to see this content. But if I'm a stalk, I'm a, I have a I have an exile stalker. I really like my stalker, and I really like being on the exile side. I love the way the city is mapped out. This is not true, but um, I, I love <laughs> I love the the idea and the feeling of exile. Right, right. That is that is me. Why would I then? Do this piece of content that pushes me over to the Dominion side, which is I don't like all the things that the Dominion is. I am like this is literally like cutting a huge chunk of people and we're already having a gated um, uh, gated content right now with rating and with stuff like that. So it's like everyone's fighting and everyone's upset that Mm -hmm. we have this gated content. Why would we create more gates? Like, why would we create that? Like, it doesn't make sense. That is true. I I, I don't believe it should be a simple switch that they go, you know what? Now everyone should work together. I think there should be, uh, there should be effort people that want to play off the other side. If it's just simple switch and go, you're now all working together. You can all set up 20 V 20 dagger zone pass fights. Now I'd find that lazy. And I'd be like, really, really come on. I, I wouldn't find that fun. Now I've okay, cool. I can now group with the Chua for raid content. Sweet. Apparently, That's Rift about it. did like the whole faction. Yeah, they got they rid went, of the factions completely. Fine, they mistaken. went from multiple factions to one. Well, I don't know if they got rid of the factions, but like the hostility between them was gone. No, no, mind you, I'm also one of those people that don't understand why I can't be a Granok Dominion. 
character or why right. I can't yeah, be yeah. a drag. I don't either. I don't I, I'm either. that person. I think there have to be Granok that are just like, yeah, I'm, I, I hate my people and I want to kill them all. Yeah. Like, like those it, people exist. Like it, it has to exist. Like, and that's, that's the problem. I, just, I feel that the worlds are so black and white where it's like, oh, every single Chua that's ever been born are all Dominion. Yeah. It's like, no. Well, that's why, that's like, why I think that if you had an optional things. set of content like that, you're, if you choose to go that route, if you choose. But I think, I think that that is a, I choose a Chua and I choose a Chua that is exile. Like you choose. Choose your faction as well as choose your race. <laughs> that would actually be going back to games like EverQuest, where well, you just you have a scale of good and evil more than faction based, and uh, you're yeah. loosely aligned with these these other races. But what your actions do in the game will determine where you land on the scale. So eventually, you would be able to group with. If I'm not mistaken, I could be way off. It's been years. It would eventually seem like oh, only dwarves and wood elves work together, and then all of a sudden you're like. There's this XR and a troll in our group, and one of them's a shaman healer. We should totally just group up together and let the paladin dwarf tank that thing while the XR monk goes from behind and starts kicking the shit out of him. And and there's something that's said in chat which I agree with is uh, the reason why a lot of people are having issues with having multiple factions is the is the population problem. If the population grows, then there's going to be more people on your side or the other side so that everyone can group up, and it's not going to be an issue. Like if there's always a thousand people, if there's always like a thousand people, if there's always a thousand people queuing for the exact same thing that you're queuing for, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to have an issue. You're not going to be waiting in queues. You're not going to be waiting in PvP queues because there's so many people playing. So I I think it's by just removing the barrier, it's all it's doing is it's bandaging a larger problem, which is a population issue. And we've seen that issue with other games too. Well, they'll be like, well, World of Warcraft with their, with your character, you're now like a champion and a paragon of your faction. Wildstar at the moment, you're kind of less like that. One second, let me finish this one part. I promise I'll let you talk. Um, it's my hand. <laughs> let me let me talk. I gotta talk about something, please. But uh, with Wildstar, you're not really a special cupcake. I mean, we do that in the advertising. You are a cupcake, but within a sea of other cupcakes, and you eventually will be picked out and helped out with the Drusera quest line and everything else. But we, in games like these, like KDM is saying in, in chat, it's it's about establishing what's common for a given race, not the exception. So. The exception to the rule is what we feel like. My Chua should be going exile because of X, Y, and Z. Where the game is saying, but you're not a special Chua. You're a Chua. So... But- but th- that's that's the thing is is that that's the fight with MMOs though is that you are supposed to be special and you're supposed to be different because that's the character you're playing and you're the one that's going through the Drusera quest, not all the other people that are playing. You're the champion of, for Drusera. So the thing is is that you're by you saying you're not special, you're not a special Chua that wants to be exile. You are just a normal Chua that does something extraordinary. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's it eventually really- comes to that. Yeah, you're right. It's I, like I said, I thought the Armatist idea discussion would be kind of fun. And that's what I'm calling it, mm-hmm. the Armatist. How would you guys deal with it? We've talked about it to ourselves. And I'm going to talk this, take this to chat. We'll talk about their reactions a little more in the post show. But if you're listening on the audio, if you're listening on the uh, YouTube channel, let us know what your thoughts on Armatist is. If you think all of our suggestions didn't quite hit the mark. And have you thought of this idea for, for having to deal with factions would be really interesting to let us know. So please do let us know. You can email us at stos at qtimes.com and it'd be awesome. So we are nearing the end of our show this week. And you we... didn't let me say the thing I wanted to oh, say. Oh, crap. I'm sorry. Sorry, crew. Go for it. Willing to buy Chua Warrior that's Exile in chat. And success pool in chat. Really? Yeah. I will funny. say they did. It was funny as shit. Just I will say it's it. been admitted it's okay. in 
in circles <laughs> uh, that some classes were supposed to have extra race or some race was to have extra classes, but never got finished. And like, uh, it might be something they're looking to well. Espers? There's possibly uh, an idea of re-looking at that in the future. I want my Mordish Esper. You look like, uh, what's his face from X-Men? Um, Cyclops. Er, no, like joke. early Professor X. Just with that look. Like, No, he doesn't. He kind of does. Professor X was handsome. Like a fatter version. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week on SQS Live. <laughs> Wait, we got to uh, give away a shirt. Don't cut us off yet. Yeah, well, no, we'll do it on the post show. We're not going to oh, okay. give away a shirt on yes, the Yes, that's true. That's true. Okay. Indigo, where can we find you this week? You can, This week or every, every week? week? You can find me at Indigo Jones QT on Twitter. You can also find us on the Q Times Facebook page, which you guys should go like. Yes. And Krug, where can we find you? You can find me at Strange Tales on Twitter. You can also email me at Krug at QTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S.com. And for this week only, you can find me banging my head on my desk for having to deal with talk. You love me. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at DocQT. You can also email me at doc, D-A-H-K, at qtimes.com. Obviously, it'll go to our email, s2s at qtimes.com. will go to me as well. As for this week, episode 50 of Strange Tales from Outer Space. My name is Doc. I have with me Indigo. Bye. And Krug. I'm Krug, but I'm Krug. Have fun, guys. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Uh, and we are no longer recording, and I will actually put the post show. And I'm throwing to. the fucking AC on. I'm sweating.